0: This is episode 14, and it's Pay It Forward Friday with John McCaskill.
1: Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former Army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael.
0: All right, Men of Abundance, today is Pay It Forward Friday, and out here in Hawaii, it is Aloha Friday. Today, we have an amazing conversation with John McCaskill. Before I introduce John to you, I want to let you know that we did have some technical difficulties during the recording of this show. Without getting too technical, basically Skype was having some issues, and it was cutting in and out. We actually got cut off at one point. Uh, John was fading in and out. I ended up fading in and out. So... So I used all of my podcasting editing magic and did everything that I could to edit this show so that you could get a quality experience and get into this conversation. And I have to tell you, this so far is one of my favorite conversations. And I truly believe you're going to enjoy this conversation and get a lot out of it. This is one of those episodes you're definitely going to want to share with other men. Speaking of sharing as soon as you get done listening to this episode and as long as you're not driving. You can share this episode with as many people as you want and the easiest way to do that is directly from your phone. Or you can simply share the link menofabundancecom forward slash zero one four which is the direct link to this episode and you'll be able to share that on all of your social media networks, email whatever you want to do alright so as I already said our guest today is John McCaskill John is currently a logistics executive for Target located in Oklahoma City he is also preparing to launch his own online company in a couple of months where he will focus on rewarding grocery shoppers now John was raised in a military family so he has traveled to many places and we'll talk about that and he's also from a very large family of 12 brothers and sisters that split right down the middle with six sisters and five brothers. John, welcome to the show. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing beautiful, Wally. How's it going?
0: I'm doing very well. Where are you out in the world?
1: I am currently located in Oklahoma City, so doing very well out here.
0: Oklahoma City, wow. It's been a long time since I was down in, um, what is it, Lawton, where where Fort Sill is at?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah,
0: I was down there for about a month working at the hospital uh, a little bit. And uh, my uncle actually did, goodness, he was 30 years in the military. He did almost his, after Vietnam, he did almost his entire career right there in Oklahoma.
1: Wow, that's amazing.
0: I went down there and I was, I I went there from Texas and I was like, okay, this is different. It was a different environment for me. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh yes, and steady growing too, Oklahoma City, uh, when I first got here.
0: I was in Oklahoma, I was in Lawton when they bombed that building.
1: Yes, Oklahoma City Ballman.
0: Yeah, I was there working in the ER that day. Actually, I was asleep, but they called me to come into the ER in case we had to send a team over there.
1: Oh wow! Yep, ninety-five. I never yeah. forget that day.
0: Yeah, that was a long wow. Ninety-five. That was a long time ago. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, you know, after our conversation, we were talking a little bit. Uh, some of the stuff you have going on I wanted to get you on the show because I thought what you have going on Would be very beneficial to men of abundance to get some of the information and kind of see what it is that you're doing So I give a brief description of, of who you are and what we're going to talk about today But let's talk. I, w- I want to hear a little bit more from you and a little bit about it, about your background And what you're working on let's get a little bit personal
1: Okay, uh, definitely. Well from a military background uh father stayed, uh, was uh, in the army for about 20 years. Uh, so I've definitely seen a lot of the world. Uh, some of the most memorable places were New Jersey, where I was uh, born. About an hour and a half from uh, New York City metro. And then we traveled to uh, Germany. Uh, from Germany, we traveled to Alaska, which was one of the best memories of my life. Uh, I had so much fun. In June and July, it doesn't get dark. The sun is about to set and it stays like that for two months and so a beautiful experience and then from there we moved to Oklahoma uh, and I've been here ever since and this is actually where the struggle became real so (laughs) this is where um, yeah this is where it starts uh, my journey started so
0: awesome we're definitely going to get much more into that so um yeah so you've traveled around where else have you been other than Alaska is one of the places I haven't been that you mentioned and uh, would like to visit but wouldn't want to live there.
1: Yes, uh, it is beautiful. Uh, you see mooses You see so many animals. Uh, it is a beautiful place. It's a beautiful. Place. It is freezing cold. Yes, it's freezing cold We will <laughs> walk to school uh, With the snow being up to our shins, so uh, But you know you got to get that education, so we just pressed through it, but uh, it was amazing I loved it. Uh, like I said some of the best memories uh, is in Alaska That's why I'm planning on returning there very soon just to visit though. Nice. I think my place is here in Oklahoma City, definitely. So,
0: Cool. So let's get into it. You mentioned a little bit about you know where the struggle started. So everybody's got that kick in the gut moment and where they're just down and out and they realize something's got to change. Uh, but what was that moment for you? What were you talking about?
1: Well, I was raised in Altus and from Altus, I traveled to Lawton, uh, what we was talking about earlier, uh, and I wanted to get a degree, a business degree in business management. And so... Once I arrived at the college, uh, the funds that the original funds that I had saved were actually wasn't enough to live in the dorms. And so I actually had to live out of my vehicle while attending college. And so that is where everything started to change perspective for me. So you're talking about having to do homework or stay at the library all day only to go live in a car. Uh, for the rest of the night and then wake up again and repeat it and teachers didn't know, friends didn't know, uh, the only one who really knew about it was me and my family. Uh, but we definitely got through it, we got through it. A um, lot of, a lot of late nights, late, late nights. Uh, but the amazing thing about that whole experience, I never felt sorry for myself and that's when I knew uh, I was special and that's when I really started uh, digging into uh, life, I can can pretty much say.
0: Why do you think that is? Why do you think it is that that you didn't feel sorry about yourself during that moment? Uh, That's actually what
1: I investigated. Um, I uh, stopped and I asked myself, why are you not sad? Or why are you not feeling sorry for yourself? Or why are you not crying like most mankind would do? And so what's interesting is I actually, for about the second year of college or close to the, while I was about to graduate, I dropped out. Uh, And I dropped out for a pivotal reason. I wanted to find out who John McCaskill was. My parents didn't know, no one knew. It was just me and I dropped out of college. I was going to graduate the next semester. And so, uh, yeah, it was a big deal. Uh, Everybody was wondering where I was at. I was just making excuses, but I dropped out because I wanted to really know who I was. And I really found the answer by making that pivotal decision.
0: And what was the answer? What would you come up with?
1: Uh, well, I uh, worked at a retailer. Uh, I know it's predominantly known here in Oklahoma, but it's Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually started working there and I grabbed this book. Uh, the title was more than a hobby. And I noticed that the gentleman on there looked like he didn't even want to take the picture. <laughs> so they got my <laughs> attention. And so I got the book and I read it. And from there, it, it, it changed my life uh, from that day forward it was in my early twenties that I wanted to dedicate my life to becoming a CEO and I learned that what I was originally going to school for was to be athletic director that I was I had too much potential just to let that be the rest of my life and so once I read that book uh, I changed into a a new me I I enrolled back in college I breezed through college like it was nothing and my mindset was completely changed I was going to class in three-piece suits and Teachers and you know, professors and students were just gathering around me and asking all sorts of questions like, why do you dress up every day? And that's when I really started to know uh, who I was supposed to become and because students will actually come to me and allow me to mentor them and shape them. And that's pretty much the start of how I pretty much became me.
0: That is the most amazing story I've heard yet. I mean, I have never heard such a story. Usually so many stories and so many, I've talked to so many people. And I hear so many similar stories, and some of them have their own depth to them. But, John, that's... (laughs) Dude, seriously, I mean, that's pretty amazing. I mean, I've met students. I know other students who have gone through their entire process and through college, mostly living in a car or living on somebody's couch or something like that. That's not uncommon. But the way that you get to the end and almost graduate and then just say you know I'm not there yet this isn't who I am and I gotta figure that out that part I do here but the way you went through it is just amazing
1: yes 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 Wally and what's crazy it happened again once I enrolled in my last uh, year uh, finances got tough again except the only difference this time was I was in the freezing cold so I had to my last year I had to walk in the winter in 10 degree weather in Oklahoma it gets cold a lot of people don't think but it gets freezing cold here it was ice everywhere and I was actually walking to work about four or five miles uh, a day uh, for almost eight months uh, and that's actually how I finished but again I never felt sorry for myself and that's when I knew I was a champion so I really had to investigate except this time I was a lot stronger because the first time you know I didn't come on this path uh, the first time it happened to me but the second time I knew I was the real deal because I did it again, and it was the exact same result. It was like, okay, now, but now you gotta fix it. Okay, don't don't let this happen again. And from there, like I said, I, I ran. It was how I almost felt invincible because I know 90% of mankind will cry for themselves, ask for help, do whatever they gotta do, but I still wanted to go through it because I really wanted to how tough I really was I've been through everything I lived in the car walking to work in the the blistering cold walking to work in the heat but I never gave up and uh, fast forward to now uh, it it, is beautiful you know life is beautiful that's one of the, the sayings that I say often that people know me by is life is beautiful
0: that is and I love that you say that so, what did you go back to school and study the second time? Or did you just get back on the same path?
1: No, I went to. Uh, I wrote in business. I had a tough decision because I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Once I found out all the careers, and the best one fit me was definitely entrepreneurship. Uh, so my strategy was: I always wanted a company where I had a hundred percent control over. What's amazing is I was actually writing Uber, uh, the company right now, in my dorm room, but. I didn't, I wanted to have 100% control of it. So once Uber was released, I kind of trashed that and you know threw that in the garbage as so, well, he can have it. So now, so I'm working on another business with the with the, almost the same uh, metrics is, so I would go out and talk to uh, random customers and kind of get their feedback and instruct my business off their feedback. So you know, most people do it backwards. They're built for maybe like years and then release it and then be disappointed. Well, I did the reverse of that. I went out and I asked uh, my potential customers, what like and this and that. And I did that for about six, seven months until I felt comfortable enough now to build it. And that's what I'm currently working on now is that company, which I will be launching in just merely a couple of months.
0: What you mentioned is the uh, proof of concept with your business and you're right. Most people do. They just come right out and they start a business. They have an idea, they have a business idea. They build the business, they put all the money into it, and then they launch it, and it just drops. It just, it's just a thud on the pavement. There's nothing there. But you did it the right way, which is what few people do, uh, and find success, or not. Is you ha- you found proof of concept before you actually started your business, and that's exactly the right way to do it. And that is, have you ever read the the Tim Ferriss's book, The Four Hour Work Week? I have. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's basically what that book talks about.
1: You know, and that's because I am a voracious, uh, have a voracious appetite for wisdom. You know, I just don't want to be known as a businessman, but a man of wisdom. And I, I mean, I am very, very active with learning as much as I can. Uh, When I'm not working, that's all I do. From podcasts to uh, documentaries to reading, uh, I am voracious with wisdom and I try to be the best I can in that
0: arena. Yeah, you and me both. That's exactly what I like, and then I take it to the next level for myself and have conversations with people like you. And that's why I <laughs> love doing this podcast, man. Because I get to talk to some of the most brilliant minds in our community. It's just amazing. <laughs> so let's get a little bit more into your business. Uh, what is it about? What What are you trying to do? Who is your audience? You know, what's the What's the specifics behind that?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, I currently have an online company called Rewardance. I'm uh, building it right now. I have the website, working on the website right now, uh, collaborating with a designer uh, and a developer. And so we're going to reward grocery shoppers online. So what they're going to be able to do is submit their receipt or their reference number to me. And in return, they're going to be able to get rewards. And these rewards would be other entrepreneurs I've known over the course of my life. And they get exclusive discounts uh, from them. So you might walk into, I would say, and this is an example, at McDonald's, uh, when it's normally $10 for the meal, you're going to get it now for 5 to 6
0: That's interesting. Is that going to be like a membership site or something like that?
1: Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's exactly a membership site.
0: Okay, so are you modeling this off of something else that you've seen or have used in your past?
1: Uh, yes, uh, well, first... What I did is I birthed it from my mind. I was just studying one day and I said, what could I do? So I brought that up. But the good thing is there was already a company that sort of jumped down this direction, but mine's is a slightly different. I think it's Groupon.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, they
1: have a similar model and it's a, another company called Living Social. And so what I do is the, the model is proven now because I got these two companies the a lot. So the model is proven. It's just mine's going to take it just a little different turn you know you're not just going to be able to get on the site but you got to submit the receipt to me and then you'll be able to Because I'm, I'm linking up with grocery chains too and that's the other side of it is i basically direct the traffic so you would get more codes and more rewards uh, depending on what month it is what week it is uh, and what retail chain it is
0: right and what makes uh, what's the name of the business uh rewardance so what makes Rewardance different than groupon and the other one you mentioned
1: really what it boils down to is uh, the quality uh, I'm not going after every you know every single body like you know the groupon or the living social go after I'm mm-hmm. actually going off the best of the best uh, and that's harder than it sounds because when you have a good company that's already producing good you got to be a ultimate salesman to get them to bite and that's what I've been doing here in Oklahoma City Uh, some of the best restaurants that really don't even need any help but I'm getting I'm talking them into uh, partnering with me you know you don't I'm I'm not down in McDonald's but you really don't want McDonald's sometimes you don't want to go home and cook so you can get a discount off the best restaurant In town, not just a secondary restaurant, but one of the best restaurants and that is the differentiator between Groupon living social and myself
0: man, John that is brilliant. And here's something I want to point out to men of abundance is You don't have to be the best you just have to be different. That's my philosophy. That's what I believe in and I've seen this over and over and over again I've seen look at coffee. You got Folgers You got people that are drinking coffee been drinking coffee for years, but there are so many coffee Brands out there, and I'm not talking about Starbucks and stuff like that I'm talking about coffee brands that market directly to a specific niche of people There's coffee brands for military. There's coffee brands for business women. There's coffee brands for I mean just and they market to that Specific brand, but you are going after those higher-end restaurants and services that generally don't aren't, aren't generally known for offering coupons Because they know the value of their product and that's huge and that takes a lot on your part to do i can imagine
1: oh yes it is a daily but sometimes they say no and i kind of pester them until finally some of them give in and so <laughs> that's definitely what i'm
0: working on now I love so, it, man. you're on a mission so what is your why 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 are you doing this uh
1: man I, like i said i i back to college days uh, i just knew there was something more than the regular life man you know if, if you're going to be a good man or a good person in life you can't live a life of mediocrity you know we're supposed to live as this podcast with abundance and so I gave myself uh, three tiers or actually four tiers to live by and these are basically my values and it's happiness stability self-worth and clarity You know, my happiness is personal development being better than when you came out your mom's womb everybody uh, thinks as soon as they come out of their mom's womb, that's the best version of themselves. And that is completely false. That is completely false. And I dedicate myself to personal development. Uh, I love uh, being safe. You know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I work hard at that. I love studying the Bible, philosophers, everything. Like I said, I'm ferocious with wisdom, entrepreneurship. I love entrepreneurship and I love increasing wisdom. And then you go to the stability side of it. You know, I want more income than I want bills. Uh I want pay off more liabilities at first hand. And what that means is walking into the car a lot and being able to pay for the car right off the lot instead of having monthly payments. And I want multiple streams of income. That is stability to me. You don't have to worry about too many things once your finances is taken care of. Ninety percent of the world problems are financial. <laughs> are financial. So then mm-hmm. after you're stable you go into the self-worth and this is where basically your mantra comes in and I basically told myself I can be anything I work towards being it's not anything you know parents always tell their children you can be anything you want to be that's false you can be anything you work towards being you know stand against disrespect and wrongdoing and other companies you know you have the courage to face any fear and the last thing I have for self-worth you got to delight in yourself and don't be this serious man that's just so smart laugh sometimes have fun you know be, be be jolly and that's really what i do and then the last phase of this completely uh value set is clarity and i in this window i ask myself what do you want why do you want it and does it correlate with your morals and values and if it doesn't you better have a dang good reason why it doesn't and that is my why
0: that is a good why. And so you're definitely an abundant leader. There's no doubt about that. You have definitely have the mindset, and I completely agree with that. You know, mediocrity is one thing, and that's fine uh, for each individual. And I don't knock that. But we are here as men of abundance, and we're abundant in everything we do in family, faith, finances, and fitness. And that's the way I lead my life as best that I can. I'm not the expert on anything, but. I know quite a bit about that because I'm living that abundant lifestyle, and I, and I see that in you most definitely. It is amazing to uh, hear you talk about that. It's like I'm basically standing in the mirror talking to myself. So, what, <laughs> what, you you mentioned it a little bit, but why did you decide entrepreneurship is better for you than uh, going out and getting a high paying job or, or working for somebody else? Uh,
1: my mind, I've uh, always, no matter during teaching projects in college just uh, as I present and I presented for I work for a, believe it or not I'm 26 year old but I already worked for three to four uh, Fortune 500 companies and once they really saw how I present uh, I really knew that that was a route I didn't want to go in terms of building up the ladder you know having a ladder I wanted my own ladder because what I really want is to really find more of life um, you can't do that working nine to five. You just can't. You know, the biggest commodity on this earth is your time, and I want my time. You know, this is one of the reasons why I'm not in a relationship right now. I am single. You know, and if anything goes wrong, you're okay because you're by yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you're homeless. You're living in a car. You're by yourself, so you're fine. You don't have anybody uh, dependent on you, so it, it sets your horizons just out of this world, and so. Once I saw entrepreneurship, it was the only challenge that would stimulate my mind. Figuring out a business from the ground up is riveting to me. No other career, no other no other path uh, galvanizes me like entrepreneurship.
0: Nice. So with your business, are you looking for investors? And I ask this question because this show is listened to all over the world already. And there are angel investors, I know some folks that are listening to this and they're listening to shows like this, looking for businesses to invest in. So are you looking for any funding and what other support do you have?
1: You know, I always go back and forth with this. Uh, Like I said at the beginning, my vision was to own 100%. When investors, uh, they don't just bring money, they also bring their mind. That could be a good thing and that can be a bad thing, depending <laughs> right. on yeah, depending on who you are. So just to just to alleviate any of that, I've always wanted to have my own funding. and I, like I said, I'm a right now I'm a logistics executive, and so I make plenty of good money, and that's the money I'm going to use to start this business. But I'm not against investors. but eventually, if I use the investor, I would definitely want to buy back state because I would love to pass it down. You know whenever I do start a family or do have children, Uh, I would definitely want to pass this company down.
0: That's valid concerns, and I've thought about that myself, and i talked to other entrepreneurs who start their own business, and it it just depends on how big you want to scale from the very beginning and how much investment it would take to get started to begin with. So, yeah, definitely valid concerns. Do you have any mastermind groups that you're working with?
1: I am not. I know a lot of them, but I'm not a part of them. I just kind of let them be because, like I said, I'm trying to stay focused just on this project and not have them, you know, Bothering and talk me into and let this let us invest but yeah i know a plethora of masterminds i'm just not a part of them right now once i get this off the ground then i'm going to be more open because i got i do got a sometimes a bad habit of working on way too many projects so i want to get this one off the ground first and then i'm gonna go to the other ones
0: man that is great focus is definitely the right way to go because i'm the same way I, I really have to pay attention to that because i do get started on too many things at one time and when i was getting ready to start this podcast i just had to sit down and just focus on the podcast and i still am because i'm still in the launch phase of getting this thing off the ground so our focus is actually an acronym and that is follow one course until success
1: there you go boom there you go
0: (laughs) yeah so all right man so you know you've already gone through quite a bit of process of getting your business started and there are some guys out there and i always encourage people to start some sort of side hustle if you already got a job that's great because you have income and you want to start some sort of side hustle for whatever reason we're going to get into the uh, pay it forward round here right now because i think you have a lot to offer to men of abundance and those that want to start their own business or some sort of side hustle on the side anyway You ready for that?
1: Yes, sir. I'm all game.
0: Men of Abundance, one thing I want to point out that you may have noticed amongst all of the guests that I've had on the show so far is all of them have some sort of daily habits that they follow, myself included. In fact, for the last five years, one of my daily habits that I have not missed is drinking a dense nutrition shake every single morning after my workout I had never been a fan of any protein shakes or nutrition shakes or nutrition drinks or anything of that nature I did get into smoothies at one time but making smoothies quite frankly is very expensive and very messy in most cases but about five years ago my doctor told me that I had to do something about my cholesterol ironically enough as it happens divine intervention call it what you want I was introduced to this dense nutrition shake that completely turned my cholesterol around. On top of that, I had more energy, my esophageal reflux went away, my chronic joint pain wasn't nearly as bad, and I shed some weight, all within the first 28 days. I can talk all day long about what just 30 days of this dense nutrition shake will do for you. But until you try this stuff out yourself, you're going to continue to be as skeptical as I was. The cool thing is, is you can try Shakeology with absolutely no risk whatsoever. There's a bottom of the bag, 100% 30-day money-back guarantee. That means you can consume the entire 30-day bag. And if you don't see or feel the difference in your body, or you otherwise just are not completely satisfied, you can send the empty bag back and get all of your money back, no questions asked. And there are multiple different flavors you can try. Now, my favorite flavor is the greenberry and the strawberry. My wife loves the vanilla, and we both like the cafe latte. There's also chocolate, and there's also a vegan chocolate and a vegan tropical strawberry. And there are even sample packs so you can try the various flavors. So, to learn more about the benefits of Shakeology, go to menofabundance.com forward slash resources, or just go to menofabundance.com, click on the resources tab, scroll down to the health and nutrition part, and you're going to see the Shakeology tab. Click on that, take a look, and if you have any questions whatsoever, get a hold of me. I'll be happy to help. All right, let's get back to the show. Awesome. So what are one to three actionable steps men of abundance can, can, can take us to sort of items, Or any other advice that you have?
1: Oh, first, the first thing I would advise anybody is what I did, that's isolate yourself. Uh, Now, predominantly in the world, and the gurus tell you to get as many friends as you want and find relationships, but every great athlete, every great businessman, every great politician, and Jesus himself eventually had to get away from the pack to spend time with themselves. The better you know yourself, the better you will perform because as I was talking about you got to bring clarity like what do you want and the only way this will work is you got to be completely candid and honest with yourself so a, a principle I do so what I do is I write down four to five most important things in my life and it can be more uh, it can be a career it can be health, it can be a spirituality whatever is important to you and it's for you so you don't have to show anybody else and under those four five tiers I'll write down what I want it to look like so you can say finances I want to make more income than I have bills you can say career I'm tired of my wife and I always arguing about finances So I want to have a career to where it alleviates that arguing and it can be anything you want Uh, so the first step you gotta bring that that clarity isolate yourself there's nothing wrong with being isolated Uh, some of the most wisest people isolate themselves
0: all right, very good point. Oh, thanks for sharing that. So, what daily habits make the biggest impact in your life?
1: I got three daily habits that I always do. Uh, number one is I always mitigate television. I'm not a big television guy, don't see any value in most of the uh, stuff that's even on TVs. You know, if, if you think about it, like a, almost like a Lamborghini commercial, they're, they're never a Lamborghini commercial because, you know, the people that can afford them and, you know, look at them um, really don't watch television. So, uh, that's one of the daily habits I use, I mitigate television. Uh, the second thing I do is I protect my time. You know, Everybody wants your time, your job, your, your side hustle, your, your, your family, you know, your wife, your business partners, investors, everybody wants your time. So protect your time and protect it like a, a ravening wolverine because it's the most important commodity you have. And then the last habit I have is feed yourself. People think you can just go to a seminar or read one book and you're done, once you feel inspired, that, that's it. it, no, you got to have a daily habit of feeding yourself from podcasts to walks, uh, listen, listen, you know, go down to Starbucks and listen to a podcast and just sit there for an hour and, and, and have a portfolio on right. take walks, meditate, reflect, and definitely take gratitude over everything you've been through and then go from there.
0: Excellent. You've already mentioned quite a few books, or at least a couple books, and I will have those books listed in the show notes of this show. But what book would you recommend to Men of Abundance and why? You know what? I I actually mentioned
1: four. There's four I want to talk about. The first one is called Wealth Choice by Dennis Kimbrell. And in this book, he talks about a lot of the black millionaires around the world. And the reason why this is a great book, because you really see the struggle. You really see the struggle uh at face at face value because i wally i'm concerned Just completely candid if a black man can make it in america everyone else has no excuse because in this book it takes you to the journey of black entrepreneurs and the struggle they went through and how they made it ushers in there uh steve harvey's in there it is a great book and you really see a different perspective of life what average entrepreneur go through and what young black entrepreneurs go through. So it will really set the tone for your life to see a different perspective. And the second book is a book called Good Is Not Enough by Keith Witch. Uh, this book shows you an uh, inside of what corporate America is like. So you see if it's for you. It's a book that actually changed my life as well when I really realized more that I didn't want corporate America. Uh, this gives you basically the roadmap to say that if you're going to be or climb the ladder, you can't be average. Matter of fact, you can't even be good. You gotta be great. And that's why the book is called Good Is Not Enough. Uh, The third book I would suggest is a book called How Successful People Think by John Maxwell. I know most people probably heard of him. He's, He's a great author, great leader, but this gives you the mindsets and the habits of guys like Wally, Carmichael, like John McCaskill. It really shows you on a daily basis, how they think. And the last book, which is a classic, is Seven Strategies for Wealth and Happiness by Jim Rohn. And it really just shows you that you gotta live for yourself, you know? You gotta be happy, uh, be motivated, and go after everything you want in
0: life. Great suggestions, absolutely perfect suggestions. And I will have those books in the show notes of this show as well. One of the things that we do uh, at Men of Abundance is I refer to Men of Abundance as a for-purpose business and my purpose is to lift up men like you learn from men like you and then give back to the community so one of the things that we'll be doing on our 12-month anniversary with any revenue that we do have a portion of it will be going towards various charities and I always allow my guests to mention a charity that we would give to on your behalf do you have a charity you would like to mention
1: you know what actually uh, was thinking about this uh all week and you know wally for you to even consider me being on this podcast i would actually like to pick one charity that you would like and we'll go that route just to show the gratitude that i have for you wally that i do appreciate this time and this effort because uh, i know building a podcast is, is definitely not easy it's time consuming and it's a lot of ups and downs but uh so let's pick one that you would like i would like to give that back to you
0: absolutely hey i appreciate that by the way and two charities that i really resonate with even though i'm a veteran and there's a lot of veteran charities out there um what i would like to do is give to one that i just recently had on the show is Most heroes uh, because she's doing amazing things for our veterans so that is one that i would like to mention on the show for that and i appreciate that
1: awesome no problem at all wally no problem
0: Awesome. So I have one more question for you before we close this up and okay. then find out more about how we can follow you and find out more about what's coming up with your business. And that is, what does living a life of abundance mean to you?
1: Living a life of abundance. Well, there's two things I would say. You gotta have everlasting joy and unconditional happiness. I always tell you know some of the mentors if you were to raise a hundred people from the grave. I guarantee you will have a hundred different perspectives of life and the reason for that is because one man or two men or three men gave it they all the next man gave partly the other man didn't give it all and so if you're not what are you doing doesn't bring you exceedingly happiness or unconditional happiness then then definitely something's wrong because even in my life uh, I tried serving God without entrepreneurship and I wasn't happy and I tried serving doing entrepreneurship without God and I still wasn't happy so I learned that you gotta have you not if you don't have that everlasting joy and unconditional happiness what you're doing uh, you might as well not do it.
0: John that is amazing I'm telling you this conversation has been one of my favorites so far and I've had some great ones uh, I've only this is really the first time I've spoken with you over we're speaking over skype for those of you who don't know but we've had email conversations back and forth it seems like i've known you for years because we just think <laughs> on the same level man and i just love what you just said right there so leave us with some parting guidance i know you got some you've already left us with so much great stuff but leave us with some parting guidance and any way that men of abundance can get in contact with you or at least follow you and see what's going on with your biz, upcoming businesses in the next couple months
1: definitely so i would say for everybody your problems are there to grow you they're not there to just stick you they're there for you to learn jim ron said a, he said don't wish the path was easier wish for the strength to basically tower over it you know i would say understand that problems are there to grow you No, wally myself jim ron any other grace would tell you they would not be who they were without suffering that's why i said at the base value suffering. And the second principle I wanna leave with y'all is one I call the Kumbaya principle. And what this is is it? the complete antithesis of how it sounds. I have a partner to where we just destroy each other with your business message. You know how you ask me, what's, what differentiates you? Most people see that as an attack and they get offended and they well well stumble. Because I was so prepared for that, it's because of this principle. We sit down with each other and we hammer each other what makes your idea so good please everybody else is doing that why is it so good and we hammer each other to we sharpen it to this best model and I sharpen it I'll put it like this you should laugh at your first model that you had with this principle and that's what I want to leave with the viewers listening to this
0: absolutely and you know I asked you that question without any hesitation knowing that you would have an answer for that question (laughs) Right up front, without a doubt, just knowing what I already know about you. So how can we follow you? Okay,
1: I have three main roles that I play. Uh, John.McCaskill at gmail.com. I'm very active. I also have my professional one at John.C.McCaskill at rewardance.com. And I have here and there I'm on Facebook, so definitely reach out on facebook.com forward slash john.c.McCaskill. And I'm very active. all three so uh definitely reach out and uh, if you're in oklahoma city uh, i'll buy you lunch just come see me we'll definitely hang out
0: awesome man this has been a pleasure of a conversation and um i will definitely put some of the you were cutting out a little bit there in the conversation so i will make sure that we put all of your uh contact information in the show notes so that men can go ahead and get a hold of that information and get a hold of you and we will definitely be staying in touch brother because once you launch your business we're going to have you back on so that we can uh, get it off to a great start
1: definitely sounds great wally like, just appreciate you uh, i made this time specifically for you because i appreciate you and i and i know oftentimes men don't show emotions i don't show or get all lovey-dovey but wally i appreciate you i thank you for this time uh this conversation that we had
0: And I thank you for giving up the uh, most precious commodity that you have and we all have, which is your time. I definitely appreciate that. And so do Men of Abundance. I know they're going to get a lot out of this.
1: Awesome. That sounds beautiful. Life is beautiful.
0: It is indeed. Have a good day, John. Thank you, Wally. All right, Men of Abundance. I told you we had a heck of a show in line for you, and that was a great conversation with John. And we're certainly going to have John back on the show in a couple of months to see where he's at with his business and see what we can do to further assist. As usual, I would greatly appreciate it if you were to be a very abundant in your day-to-day and share this episode with as many people as you can. Go to iTunes, subscribe, and rate and review this show. That way, more men can find this episode. Ironically enough, I will share with you, I was looking at the stats today, and of all the people that are downloading these Men of Abundance episodes, 45.85% of them are women. That really blew my mind. I knew a couple women were listening to the show because I was receiving comments, but I had no idea that the percentage was that high. So feel free to share this with women as well because evidently they're loving it.
1: That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.